Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Michael Radin, Executive Director, Medical Affairs U.S. at Nova Nordisk. He's joining us to discuss the launch of a nursing education program with contributions from the Preventative Cardiovascular Nurses Association called Making the Connection. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Michael Radin, thank you for joining us this morning. And thank you very much for having me, Neil. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Well, I mentioned your uh, position at Nova Nordisk. Give us a brief look into your professional background, and then let's talk about this educational program. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my background, I'm an adult endocrinologist by training, and I spent a good 10-plus years in academic clinical medicine uh, in uh, with a large concentration on treating patients with diabetes uh, before coming into the uh, pharmaceutical industry. I've been uh, with Nova Nordisk for over six years now in the medical affairs function where I currently lead our medical director team in our diabetes area. Now, what was the big push behind making the connection? What exactly is this uh, program? The important information here is that people living with type 2 diabetes are are at up to a four times greater risk of having what we call an atherosclerotic cardiovascular event. So this means something like a heart attack or a stroke. And that is a up to a four-time risk higher than someone who does not have diabetes. And what's even more worrisome about this is that more than half of the people living with diabetes aren't even aware that they have this risk. So we really want to help get this education out there about the, the link and the importance uh, really raising awareness of this risk. And, and just to make sure that we're all level set together, uh, us and your audience, when I say atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease or ASCVD, what that means, that's a process by which, you know, the arteries in your body carry oxygen-rich blood throughout the, the, the body to feed organs and tissues. And over time, through this process of atherosclerosis, those arteries can be narrowed through um, plaques, if you will, like cholesterol plaques that deposit in the walls of the arteries. So ultimately what can happen if that artery gets too narrow, you can block the blood flow and then blood with oxygen and nutrients can't get to a certain tissue. So if that happens in the heart, you get a heart attack. If that happens in the brain, you get a stroke. So that's why it's such a, a, an important topic. And circling back to the push behind why we're supporting this Making the Connection uh, initiative is that nurses play a really important role they spend a lot of time with education, uh, with patients providing them with education. And so the importance here is that uh, we educate nurses on understanding the link between type 2 diabetes and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease so that they in turn can go out there and educate patients, making them aware of this risk and therefore empowering them to be able to take action and help reduce their chances of suffering something like a heart attack or a stroke. Now, I understand that Making the Connection launched in May of uh, 2022. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct, uh, to correspond with Nurses Week, actually, back in May. What have you seen so far? And in your opinion, what are the next steps that need to be taken? Yeah, so since the program's launch, we've gotten some really great initial feedback from the nursing community. And right now, our focus is on making sure that as many nurses as possible are made aware of this program so that they can anticipate. The steps we're prioritizing right now are really around promotional efforts to raise awareness of this program, and that includes providing uh, educational flyers, 
newsletters and partnering communications with events that are already existing and are attended by nurses, um, publications that nurses read, and through various social media channels. Once they complete this program, are there going to be resources in place for them uh, back at their, their locations, or do they have to implement certain programs in their uh, hospitals or, or uh, clinical settings? Yeah, I'm glad you asked this question because you know, the intent of the program is not to be a one and done, right? We want them to receive this education and then to go forward using it in their everyday practices when they're out there talking to patients. So in order to facilitate this, we've developed uh, both a pocket card and a summary guide that highlights important key concepts about the link between type 2 diabetes and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. And both of these resources are available to nurses to be downloaded after they've completed the program. And the idea is that they then have this information uh, in an easily available format right at their fingertips at the point of care when they're educating patients uh, just to help remind them of the key educational objectives so that they can then pass that on to their patients. Are, are they also passing on to their patients what they're learning about diabetes and what it is about diabetes that is causing heart attacks and strokes? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the idea is to overall make sure that they're aware of this link between type 2 diabetes and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. And to that end, the program actually has uh, three tracks targeted at three different types of nurses, if you will. So you've got nurses who take care of patients with diabetes, but may not be as aware or have the in-depth knowledge around cardiovascular disease or atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease specifically. Then you've got cardiac nurses who know a lot about atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, but may not necessarily have the background uh, on diabetes. And then you've got nurse practitioners who actually have license to prescribe therapies and need a certain level of knowledge to understand uh, what therapies they can prescribe to help address this risk. So there's three different tracks within the program targeted at where the nurse uh, best fits based on the uh, educational background he or she is coming in with. Is the need for this education, the need to learn about this link between diabetes and uh, ASCVD, is that gap as big in the practitioner area as it is in the nurses area? And are nurses basically going to know more about this link than the practitioners that they help? I think that's very dependent on the specialty of the practitioner um, and sort of their own background and where they practice. So in some cases, the answer to that is going to be yes, uh, especially when we look out in the world of primary care practitioners who, as you know, are responsible for uh, treating the whole patient and understanding a variety of knowledge around a variety of disease states. So uh, many uh, within the general primary care community, you know, you've got some practitioners who do have an interest in this and have a strong awareness of it, but, but many who this might not be their key area of interest, if you will, but yet because diabetes and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease are so prevalent, they're seeing many of these patients. So in some cases, actually, yes, there, there, there may be a nurse that they're working with who knows more uh, about this. And that's another great opportunity here is not only can the nurses help the patients in that practice, uh, but hopefully pass along some of this information to the practitioners that they work with. Is this a certification type of uh, continuing education program for nurses? And also, is this something that they are going to have to uh, pay for and possibly be reimbursed or something like that? The uh, program is not 
uh, you don't get continuing medical education credits for the program. Okay. Uh, there is a certification, if you will, for completing the program, at which case they can you know, download a completion certificate as well as some of the resources that we uh, spoke about. And the program is free huh, to great. nurses. So, uh, yes. Are there any additional uh, activities as far as getting, getting the word out to as many uh, nurses as possible? that Nova Nordisk is involved in. I, I do understand that you sent out that 30,000 uh, emails. Yes. Um, and there, is, there are a number of ongoing activities, particularly the, the PCNA, who you mentioned, who has been a collaborating uh, partner with us on this. Um, they are working very actively to promote the program through a variety of channels uh, to reach their members. This includes on their Facebook page, uh, via Twitter, uh, as well as in newsletter communications. And then that's in addition to some of the other uh, promotional flyers, uh, educational flyers that I mentioned that we're sending out uh, targeting the nursing community, um, uh, as I briefly mentioned before, as well as uh, through linking it to some publications that are targeted to the nursing community and maybe some other uh, events uh, that are, are happening. Michael, give us a website where our listeners can learn more. Yeah, the website is diabetesmakingtheconnection.com. Uh, all, just all straight across, no dots or dashes or anything in there. Diabetesmakingtheconnection.com, and that contains all the information about this program. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program this morning. Quite informative. Hopefully you'll return. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Michael Radin, Executive Director, Medical Affairs U.S. at Nova Nordisk. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com health professional radio.